You're listening to the Professional Goddess Podcast, a place for sluts who like to make money. I'm your host, Anna D, aka The Professional Goddess. On my show, we embrace the uncensored stories of being a self-made slutpreneur. As a stripper turned CEO, I reveal all my juicy trade secrets and share interviews with other female bosses who capitalize on their entire existence. From breaking stigmas in the female business world to challenging norms in the adult industry, we'll tackle it all. In six-inch stilettos, of course. Now it's time to dive deep into the journey of self-empowerment, owning our sexuality, and by each episode, we will earn our PhDs in CE Poetry. I'm honored to have you here, and it's my privilege to kickstart the show. Well, hello. I'm so happy you're here again. Welcome back. And if you're new, hi, hello. Today, we're diving deep into a topic that's often whispered about, but rarely discussed openly. Dating and relationships when you're a sex worker. (laughs) So we're going to uncover the complexities and offer guidance on how to make it work harmoniously. Harmoniously. I'm loving this new microphone. I dropped my other one, had a big old dent in it, so this one is fresh. Fresh mic. Feels so good. So, first, let's talk about open communication. I know you and I are very open about everything. We just let all the worms out here, but it's not so easy with other people. I know, you know, we all know. And honesty is always the best policy, but being open and honest about your profession when you feel comfortable, that's what's more more important. And this doesn't necessarily mean revealing it on the first date, but disclosing it before the relationship gets serious might be essential. And I think your intuition has a lot to do with knowing when it's essential. So there's never the perfect time and place, but it's kind of that when you know, you know. But discussing boundaries and communicating your boundaries clearly, both in your professional life and your physical relationship, is what's going to make both realms that much stronger and flourish that much stronger. So discuss what you're comfortable sharing about your work and what you prefer to keep private. So my partner knows about all the things I do, but the details aren't necessarily what he wants to hear. And I totally respect that. That's a boundary of his. So I respect that boundary. And I have days where weird shit happens. And you know what? As much as I want to cry or scream and spill all the tea with him, I need to put his feelings first and reach out to my community and people who understand what I'm going through Because it might be more harmful than helpful for me to try to find sympathy and empathy from someone who doesn't want to know the details. So that's a really good way as that I try to communicate. But at the same time, if they were to ask me a question about anything, I'm an open book. It's, again, honesty, communication, and you just sometimes learn those things as you go and I've been there I've overshared a little too much and I saw the ick on their face and I was like yeah won't do that again lesson learned (laughs) 
So choosing the right time to disclose is really about building trust. So taking time to build trust with your partner before sharing and allowing them to know you beyond your work. I think for me, I don't really disclose my job with anyone the first time I meet them, especially strangers, because I immediately get categorized, whether it's this job, that job, or the other. You know, the second you say you work from home, people are like, oh, it must be such a luxury. Like, I just, I don't want them to know anything. I want them to know me. I don't want them to know I slang dildos. I don't want them to know I sell my used panties. Those are, there's a time and place for all that. Because you know what? If you disclose that first, you will be that girl at every party where the drunk person comes up and, man, I got to tell you what Sherry does on the weekend. Sherry, show them that article they did about selling your used socks. Like, you don't want that to happen. So, for me, I definitely set this boundary with friends. Like, hey, I don't want to be a mockery for your entertainment. You know what I mean? So, I've always trust my intuition when I feel comfortable and safe to disclose my shit. <laughs> And the right ones will be there waiting for you with open arms. And sometimes it might take them a little while to stretch, but there's hope. There's hope. You know, sometimes we got to unlearn those stigmas, educate, and so on. So let's assess their openness, gauge their attitude towards sex work or sex in general through discussions about related topics to understand their potential reaction. That's so important. I think that's self-explanatory. Whether it's pop culture, you know, did you hear about that model who got their nudes leaked? And if the guy's like, oh, she deserved it. She's a slut. (laughs) Red flag. Or if he's like, man, she shouldn't be sending those pictures. Then it's like a good opportunity to say, hey, you know, I think the guy had every opportunity to control himself. How do you feel about that? (laughs) So setting boundaries... There's establishing them and respecting them, which we kind of touched on, but discussing and setting boundaries around your work and your personal life is so important. I am a recovering people pleaser, y'all, and setting boundaries has changed my life. Protecting your peace at all cost, having a brief moment of uncomfort saying no for a lifetime of relief. Oh man, I remember when I used to say yes to every opportunity because I always thought one would lead to another and then it's spiderweb to success, but that's not the case. One can take away time from the one that you really wanted to do, but clearly defining what you're comfortable with sharing and what you prefer to keep separate. Hey, can we touch base on this another time? Or I'd love to talk to you about this, but I want to give you my full attention. Give me an hour and let's go take a walk. Establish those boundaries when you're comfortable sharing and when you're not comfortable sharing and vice versa for both partner. Hey, I know this conversation is pretty difficult. Do you want to take a break? Ooh, I'm good. (laughs) But the respect for privacy and being clear about the aspects of your work that you want to keep private and expect your partner to respect those boundaries. And if, if you realize... If you realize they have a certain love language, like words of affirmation being one, and if you haven't read the five love languages, oh my God, it's great for anyone. Um, I think it's an age-appropriate book. Uh, well, let's just say 18 and up, but great, 
fucking book and great one to reread again. It's very, helps you with psychology and, you know, manipulation in a way, you know, how to, you can use it with your clients. (laughs) But if words of affirmation is their love language, definitely reassuring them like, hey, just remember, this is just a job. I put on an alias. I'm not myself when I'm in that role. It is just like any other customer service job. And these people are just numbers. And finding support is critical. Having your community and your support network, excuse me, networks, words are hard. Having those accessible to you, whether it's a subreddit, whether it's a Discord chat, a Facebook group, or phoning a friend, but engaging with those communities that understand your profession can offer guidance and support. Uh, What else is there? Twitter. What's the Twitter stuff called where they, it's like um, live, live chats they do over there in the community. But these are groups that want to share their experience and want to help you and love giving advice, especially to newbies or really peculiar situations. But you got to be prepared for different reactions. I always like to go into anything with low expectations because I'm always pleasantly surprised. But educating and addressing misconceptions in a calm, cool, collected manner. So be prepared for varied reactions from potential partners. Some might be understanding and accepting while others might struggle due to societal stigma or personal beliefs, religion. Some might just be dead fucking silent and that's the hardest. (laughs) So as much as you want to express like your discomfort, rage, or If you're frustrated that they're confused, you got to have some like back pocket lines to pull out and be really patient because it's like training a rescue dog. It takes practice and time, but they'll get there. Patience and understanding, baby. Understand that some people may just need time to process and understand your profession. I mean, it probably took you a lot of time to process and understand (laughs) your profession. So educate them calmly and be patient if they need to come to terms with it. It's important to give them space. I think we all, it's important to have our own individuality. Spring is in the air, lovelies, and with it comes a fresh wave of energy, blossoming flowers, and endless possibilities. But you know what puts an extra skip in my step? My fabulous partners at Viahemp. Trusted by a whopping 250,000 plus goddesses just like you, Viahemp's products are just like a magical wellness wand in a bottle. Feeling a bit frazzled after a hectic day? Cue the Via gummies for instant relaxation. Battling stress and anxiety? Don't worry, there's a gummy for that too. And for those intimate moments, Via has concocted something truly special. High Love Gummies, infused with pleasure-boosting cannabinoids, libido-reviving herbs, and just the right touch of THC, these gummies are your ticket to an electrifying experience between the sheets. But wait, there's more. Via offers an array of other gummies, with or without THC, catering to every goddess's needs, 
whether you prefer a subtle two milligram dose or a bolder 50 milligram kick via has your back from improving sleep to sharpening focus or aiding in recovery there's a gummy for every occasion and the cherry on top you can easily browse and shop their collection online categorized by strength and effect and here's the best part darling via ships discreetly to all 50 states right to your doorstep no medical card needed so go ahead indulge in a little self-care spree with via hemp because you deserve nothing but the best goddess head over to viahemp.com and use code goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies 21 and up only that's viahemp v-i-i-a-h-e-m-p.com and use code goddess at checkout please support our show and tell them we sent you take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from viahemp now back to the show but needing to process what you just told them and maybe they need to phone a friend and it may take some time for them to get comfortable with it. They may not be cool with it at first, but that doesn't mean they can't come around. At the end of the day, if being a sex worker is what you really want to do and it's a deal breaker if they don't agree, if it's worth this risk that you should do it, then you really got to think about what's more important. If this has been a long-term partner, it might be best to discuss how to move forward in a capacity that you're both willing to compromise on. Maybe there's some compromises you can have. You know, I really don't mind my guy going to the strip club. I trust him. The fact that I trust him makes him, like, not want to do anything untrustworthy. So I hype him up when he goes with his friends. I'm like, you know, get your guys lap dances, do your thing, have fun, stay out late. I mean, it's it's a nice little give or take for us, but that's us. Everyone's different. Sex work is such a big industry, and it isn't just about selling nudes or panties or stripping or webcamming or in-person work. It can really be tons of things, and finding the balance and ability to compromise with each other will allow your relationship to coexist with sex work. Tell him it's comparison or compares to just being a social media influencer. They get DMs and messages from fans all day and you have to sell merch and sell yourself to companies to make content and do brand deals with. And perhaps talking about having an assistant or hiring help. You know, I know we say agencies are bad, but if that's like the thing that makes him meet in the middle by saying like, I don't, you know, if he doesn't want you really like talking to the guys and having someone else do all the chatting for you, is a good compromise like that's one way to start from just just an idea self-care we talk about self-care self-pleasure and self-love a lot on this show but taking care of yourself and prioritizing your mental health and emotional well-being is first bitch it's crucial to take breaks from work and focus on self-care take a break before you got to talk to someone about this and obby seeking professional help if needed considering seeking the guidance of a therapist or counselor to help navigate the challenges that might arise from dating as a sex worker. You can now find like free help online and do virtual sessions. So take advantage of that. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain from that. And always encourage your friends and family too, if that's helpful. I mean, just paying someone to listen to you who has no outside interests of being your friend is really interesting and helpful if 
if you know, you know. But I want you guys to trust your instincts. Trust your fucking gut. If you feel uncomfortable or unsafe sharing details about your work or notice red flags in this relationship, trust your instincts and prioritize your safety. Remember, finding the right partner who understands and respects your profession might take time, but it's essential for a healthy and supportive relationship, bitch. Not everyone's going to be accepting, but those who are willing to understand and respect you beyond your profession are worth investing your time and emotions in. You are VIP, baby. Remove that VIP access pass to anyone who doesn't fucking appreciate you. Okay, I have a family member I recently took away the VIP pass from because I wasn't getting texts back. I wasn't being heard. So you know what? That pass can move on to another candidate who really understands that my time is valuable. All right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode of the Professional Goddess Podcast, and I hope you found discussing just managing dating and relationships as a sex worker not just informative, but also empowering. And if you have any questions or want to share your own experiences, don't hesitate to reach out. Remember, you are strong, beautiful, and deserving of all love and all its forms. Until next time, stay confident, stay bad, and keep being the incredible professional goddesses and slutpreneurs that you all are. Love you, bitches. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Professional Goddess Podcast. If you want to keep the show going and growing, make sure to leave a five-star review. Shop my merch and eBooks at professionalgoddess.com. Make sure to use code SLUT at checkout for a little surprise. My book, Slutpreneur Secrets, is now available on Amazon. Have a question, episode request, or want to be a guest on the show? Email my team via management at professionalgoddess.com. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, subscribe to my premium content on OnlyFans at professionalslut.com. All these links and other socials will be in the show notes of the episode. But most importantly, thank you for subscribing to the show and I will talk to you next week. Bye, sluts.